listening to 66.6 Fright FM. Good evening, evening, everyone. everyone. You're listening to Fright FM, the only horror podcast infected with rage. It's infected with rage. Before we get to our movie, which was 28 28 Days days Later, later. um, very popular zombie film. Um, We, 28 Days Later, are releasing uh, an episode. (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah. Fright FM's uh, radio station got blasted into another dimension. Maybe the Black Lodge. I don't know. Um, Pretty, Pretty unfortunate didn't like all the evil versions of ourselves yeah it, there there were many of them and they were just rude they weren't even that evil yeah they, they were just really mean they, they were just dicks you know <laughs> um not pleasant to be around uh just assholes um plain and simple but we're we're back uh have we consumed any horror any of us um have you daniel i like I didn't watch any movies while I was home. That's kind of weird. Wow, really? Yeah, I I was home for uh like two and a half weeks yeah. and I didn't watch a single movie. You well, you were rewatching shows, right? You were rewatching um Oh, I was watching I, I started my comprehensive rewatch of Naruto. Yeah, I was gonna say, weren't you? Um very confident in my theory. <laughs> in in everyone else's theory as well that this show is really just about how Naruto and Sasuke love each other romantically. Oh. Not just as friends. Oh, okay. Um again, I don't know anything about Naruto. Um and I uh, I you told me not to and then this this today we had a discussion and you were like you should, but like you should understand that it's <laughs> He doesn't know how it's to... It's what it is, you know? You uh, can watch it to be... You can watch it to be, like, you know, something profound. It's not. Right. It's for... It's literally for children. Right. Um. But I heard he doesn't know how to write women either. No. Yeah. So, and I like shows... But that... a lot of... um. Not... I shouldn't say that. That's not true. Um, A lot of popular shonen anime have poorly written uh female characters fair well i don't know fair (laughs) sad sadly sad unfortunate Um, unfortunate uh not good um yeah i i i rewatched uh friday the 13th part four with my friend um one of the best friday the 13th films with uh jason in it at least um uh, I I mean I'm constantly rewatching Twin Peaks. We started rewatching. Twin yeah, Peaks we we started that today because I want you to watch the third season of it, which is uh nuts and has more and, Albert. Yeah, and the last time I fully watched season uh or not season uh Twin Peaks at all, and not even fully because I didn't finish season two because who can be bothered to do that? I mean, um, just watch the final two episodes. Was in once. like 2018. 2017. Oh, oh! I thought you were talking about with the return. Oh no! Sorry, the return oh came out in 2017. Yes, I was like, what? I re, I watched 
Twin Peaks for the first time. Uh, was it? Were you inspired because the return happened? No. It was just because? I forget why I decided to start doing it. I think it was one of those things where I was like, you need to give this a shot. Yeah, that's how I got into Twin Peaks. Was I, I, like, I didn't... I mean, I knew of Twin Peaks because obviously everyone kind of, I think, knows of Twin Peaks. But yeah. I, I never... Uh, I, I, you know, I because none of my none of my parents watched it. They both my parents were more X Files mm. people that really loved the X Files. Um, that's inspired by Twin Peaks. I, I know, but uh, I they were doing college while Twin Peaks was there, and so really didn't catch it on a weekly. Yeah, that's true. Basis, and my mom went to it. Do you co- think of like network television still existed? Which I guess it kind of does. Yeah, it does. Do you think college students would be watching it? <laughs> no. I because again, there's just streaming so much easier. Yeah. Like again, with the existence of streaming. But I, I kind of uh I was about to say I kind of miss waiting a week. I don't. When streaming services do it, it's lame as shit and they yeah, should stop. I was going to say like when the I, whole conceit is that I can watch it all at the same time, not at the same time, all at once. <laughs> Um, then it's not cool when you release it on a weekly basis. Give it all to me, please. Right. I really love WandaVision. But like with but it commercials was... and like forcing me to wait a week to learn a story and not in a weird money hungry way. Right. I like that. Um, I, I, I get that. And I, I wish I could have watched Twin Peaks originally in that form. Like I imagine like yeah. having to wait like a week to learn what happened with but i was a the murder of laura palmer i was un, any, i was an unproduced i uh, was unthought of zygote right at that point in my life um my mom was 21 when twin peaks came out yeah my mom was around or she was probably 20 turning 21 actually i think because twin peaks came out in april of 1990 yeah so my mom would have been around late teens i would say um she was again getting into college so um i think that's everything horror related i want uh there's horror news we've i feel like we've learned some stuff about horror movies recently uh, rob zombie's directing <laughs> oh fuck what is rob zombie directing he's again? directing i don't know if it's a tv show reboot or it's gonna oh, be a movie the monsters the monsters I I I don't know because again he just released like Rob Zombie's The Monsters and I don't, I didn't care really to to look into it too much because I don't know if I've said on this podcast before I hate Rob Zombie as a fucking director. In other news, I got in the car today and a Rob Zombie song was <laughs> playing on the radio. What like song of his? Like was it one of his? Like... I forget. You it had hey, but frankly. It had to be one of the ne- well-known ones, right? Like this was a FM radio station. Right. They're not playing some obscure Rob Zombie weirdo song. Well, I mean, all of his songs are kind of. I can I can confidently say it was not Dragula. Okay, I know it was not Dragula. Okay. I'm gonna see if like there was like, there is like information on this like post of like um it was a rumors or two. Oh, it's a film. It's going to be a film. It's like going to be a film. Um, so, Interesting. Hey, you know how everyone alive today knows the monster? Like, 
I only know about the Munsters because my mom mentioned the Munsters to me, and I think she was telling me I look like one of the I look like Eddie Munster. I think is what. Oh, she the little me. vampire boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Which was I felt. I don't I, think that's. I've a never insult. looked at a picture of him, but means. I feel like it has to be right. Uh, um. Yes. So Rob Zombie. I I don't know if I, I'm going to have to be guessing it's going to be a darker retelling. I. Do. But what if it's not? Like what, what if, if it, what if Rob Zombie pulls the rug out from underneath you? I uh, maybe, but I doubt it because hey, you know what? He could have done that with Halloween, but you know what he didn't do with Halloween? Yeah. Pull the rug but from maybe, out under you. Maybe he'll learn the lesson that hopefully every director has learned recently, which is no one really fucking wants a grim dark retelling of something that was cool and fun. I, I see I don't I don't know if people I don't know if directors have learned that because we got Cruella recently. Because we got No, Cruella's not grim dark. Cruella's girl bossification, yeah, I guess. Um but I the Powerpuff Girls. Uh, yeah, which is did, did you hear it's getting reshot? Uh like yeah, I believe it. Was, it. it was un, so you, unusable that they're like. Did you read what was in the pilot? Uh, no, I I didn't. I well, I isn't them like getting depressed over like how they spent their years not being normal kids or I, something? I, yeah, I guess they like hate prof- the professor because he made them. Uh, um and <laughs> bubble not bubbles whichever one um buttercups a lesbian because that was the obvious one. Okay. Because she's got short hair and she's mean. Um, and no stereotype playing here. <laughs> it's just like it's so dumb, and it's like exactly what you'd fucking expect, though. Right. It's it's. Oh, and they CW's they like Powerpuff they Girls. like killed Mojo Jojo. I think. What? No, Mojo Jojo has to be in it. I'm pretty sure they accidentally killed him. Oh fuck! Wait, wait. wait. Oh my god! What was the? Weird as heck. Um, him. Him. He will is him in it. He has to be right. Like, uh, quick sidebar. Oh God! <laughs> to all our listeners wanting to hear about, yeah, all our listeners. Um, <laughs> to everyone who wants to hear about fucking Twenty Eight Days Later, we are talking about the Powerpuff Girls reboot. Just real quick. Um, <laughs> just just a little quick tangent. We're, all right. It, it, it's all right. God. Do you think? Wait. Okay. So sorry. Just while we're doing this little interlude with Powerpuff Girls, I do have to quickly go back to Rob Zombie's The Monsters. I just realized something. Um, Rob Zombie puts his wife in every film his he makes. Nice. So I'm wondering if uh she will be the star uh vampire lady i can't remember the okay so i i grew up knowing of the monster the monsters uh there was this channel and i cannot for the life of me remember what channel it was but they used to do like double features of like it was the adams family and then the monster an episode of the monsters would play afterwards and i remember always watching like the adams family and i always loved it (laughs) and then it would go to the monsters and i'd be like "Mm -hmm." yeah it's all right and I think what what the difference is, and why I think people tend to remember the Adams family more than the Munsters, because at the very bare bones, basically, they're the same kind of concept of 
weird family trying to navigate quote unquote normal life. The Adams family, what made it so different was they thought they were normal and everyone else was weird. Yeah. And I think that like kind of gave a lot of power to like people who felt othered because they were like, Oh, these other people can like mm. just feel like everyone else is weird. And they're like the normal ones. And then like the monsters like knew they were different. Yeah. And like, that was like a big point of the show. And it's just, I don't know. I, that's my theory currently as to why, uh, the well, Adams family has sustained either way. Sure. It'll be a massive train wreck. Uh, sure. It will. Uh, other horror news, a quiet place. Part two just got released. I, and I probably won't go see it. Me as well. I, I'm, I'm not a fan of the original. Uh, I think it's kind of boring. It's I, uh, I'll be honest there. I, I like alien invasion movies where it's usually us invading another planet and then it's, you know, like alien, you know, how they go to another planet and then mm. like, or like, you know, invasion of the body snatchers. That's kind of my favorite, like, or the blob. I love the blob, but I, I don't know. I just like could care less about these aliens are like ah, i can hear i think it's like an interesting world that they've built and it's like interesting to see how people go about their daily lives in the in this sort of like world without sound i don't think the like uh deaf daughter thing is as cool as john krasinski thinks it is yeah uh it it it's just it it's it's perfectly okay i don't think it's the worst thing ever but I was never like when I heard a quiet place part two was happening. I was not like jumping at my seat. Oh, yeah, joy. Uh, continuation. I, I've heard it's decently fine. The script's a little bad in places. I've heard, but it's a perfectly fine sequel. Um, I don't think there's going to be any more. I looked up the plot, Loki, oh, <laughs> to, not, right? to see what the ending was, and I don't think the ending kind of leads for any more. Um, other news, apparently a early screening of Scream 5 happened. People liked it. And the person, well, again, the person posting it liked it, did, and, but they seemed to be someone who knew stuff about the franchise and such, and, you know, hopefully we can trust their view of the film. I'm still a little hesitant because I am such a fan of Scream as a series. All right, I I think that's all the horror news. Yeah, we should probably move on. Right, to the, to the actual film. film. Uh, 28 Days Later, a film that was made in... 2002? Uh, 2000. 2002. Uh, in, it was released in 2002 in the United Kingdom and Ireland and released here in the United States in 2003. Um, post 9-11. Post 9-11. Uh, this movie, though it came out in England... To be fair. Right. Just right, like basically right after 9-11. Oh yeah. Um, and I feel like you can feel it. Um really bad. No, uh not really bad. It's just you can definitely tell. When was uh was shooting before or after 9-11? Let's find out. Uh production. Yeah, uh, principal photography. Okay, yes. This might be hard to find. Uh, 
I gotta stop hitting stuff. It was still uh, filming was still pl- taking place on October eighth of October two thousand one. So okay. maybe it was filming. They were filming for like a little bit after nine right. eleven. Right. Um, could be due to reshoots. Maybe so it's possible that they could have had um, a shot of a plane crashing. Right talked more about planes in general crashing yeah there there yeah there there's no planes crashed in like any of the fallout yeah. scenery or anything Which imagery you think there might be right, right. exactly you know with this kind of movie uh budget eight million which i feel like is a little low but it's still like you know it's decent 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 movie. uh trying to think of a company anyways um all right, let's uh the, the the plot of this film. We start off with uh footage, news news footage, I think it is, or just news footage of violence and just violence footage in yeah. general. Um real footage of violence? Yes. Yes. Uh I believe all of that's real and it's probably all like directly from the news. Right. Stuff that was shown on the news. And then we see that these th- scenes of violence are being shown to these chimpanzees uh well well i think just one is kind of watching in specific yeah and there's other chimpanzees around anyways uh then you kind of pans over from the screens of showing violence to like uh uh camera footage of what's going on inside uh and it like says so and so science facility so and we see these mass figures covering up the cameras. Yeah, these guys are breaking in. Yeah. Uh, and we quickly learn, obviously, that... Uh, I mean, you can quickly pick up on there. There are animal activists. Mm. And they're there to try and break these uh, chimpanzees out because uh, they don't realize something. But um, from the offset, you can kind of tell that these chimpanzees are acting a little more angry if if a chimpanzee can even do that noticeably, if a chimpanzee can be right. even more terrifying than it violence. already is. Um but I mean I feel like our I mean chimpanzees, I don't know, that they're violent, but like they're not like running around making all these noises, but these all these chimpanzees obviously are upset and are like angry. Um anyways, they're trying to figure out a way to break them out. Uh and in walks one of the workers of this facility mm. and uh tries to call for backup uh while but then he gets taken by one of the uh activists and they're like it's sick what you're doing to these creatures and he's like no no you don't understand like we're trying to figure out there's that they're infected with something and uh one of the guys asks like oh what are they infected with and they're like he's like there's not a name for it yet uh or so he says rage yeah uh as we said at the beginning well yeah but like again he like asks at first and he's like gives a response of like you cannot heal what you don't know or something Um, to to cure you must first understand yeah and then he asks again and he's like rage um well they finally get the cage one of the cages open and he's yelling one drop of blood or just one spit of saliva can yeah uh, uh, can transfer it to you can transfer it to you as all of a sudden this chimp just charges at the girl and yeah. just uh, starts her. yeah tearing at her biting her just 
uh, not good. They they manage to rip her, rip it off, throw it. I think they shoot it. Do they shoot it, or do they not? I can't remember. Uh, anyways, she spits on one of them, and obviously is something's changing in her. Cut to black, and then we just well, no, no, because the um. Because the scientist is like, you need to shoot her now. Oh yeah. Um, and, and, and that's he tries what... to shoot her. He gets shot by one of the other guys. Yeah. Uh, so shoot her. Shoot her. Um, quick so little Jurassic Park. Quick reference. little JP reference. Right. Just just throw it in there for funsies. Um. So yeah, this I I don't want don't quote me on this, but I think this is one of the first like movies where like the infection doesn't start with like the living dead um, um yeah this is one of the first ones where it's like uh just like an infection where that, it's like a virus yeah um and like i don't i actually can't remember if they talk about before this movie if like zombie stuff is talked about in terms of a virus yeah i, I don't think it's more of like you get bit and then and then you just are one. Right. And they don't really talk about it because like a zombie traditionally is not a contagious thing. It was just a guy that got raised from the dead, dead right? Um, and but then, then like, it became like know, biting men. It like, became about the the spread, the virus, the like corruption, right? Um, um you, you, yeah. I it's just it, it, and it's the first time where it's like. I feel like most zombies things before this, like part of it was that the infection was slow and like, you know, like you could cut off an arm and it'd be okay, you know, possibly. Um, But like this, it's the first time where it's like the virus just is very rapid moving and you have very little time. Mm -hmm. And then the rage and fast zombies. Yes. Very fast zombies. Um, Were there fast zombies before this? I don't, I think this is one of the if if there was it's also just one of the first ones to also use it then yeah um I'm trying to think before this yeah I know because Dawn of the Dead came out in 2004 yeah Dawn of the Dead the remake yeah the, was, not was like at like every zombie movie after this heavily inspired by this right um every zombie thing at all The Walking Dead zombie inspired or this 28 days later right um heavily obviously i i and i don't know how i feel about fast zombies anymore i feel like they're just so overused um it's it's like more of a move towards this thing of like zombie as a i like it when zombies are sort of realistic to how things work i like that these zombies starve i like that that's a thing they consider i like that Yes, I also, it, it seems that they're kind of, they don't usually come around at day. There's that element, which is very interesting because that's an element of um, I Am Legend is like the zombie-like yeah. creatures don't come out at, uh, but they seem to can come out at day. Yeah, they but can. But it's just not, they usually I, don't. I think the main reason they, it, we don't really see them travel at night much. Um, I think the main reason they travel during the day is light. So right. they can see things without being something that draws attention. Right. Um, all right. So, yeah, then cut to black once we learn all this information about this virus. Uh, and boom. 28. Cock shot. Right. <laughs> well, first 28 days later. 28 days later. And then boom. Uh, 
Jim's big old penis. No, um, it yeah, it's just kind of there. Um, elephant in the room. Just, <laughs> just elephant in the room, right? Why? Away. Why is he completely naked? I yeah, I wonder that too. We d- he was in a coma, obviously. Yeah, I don't. Again, I don't think we ever concretely learn what he was in a coma from, but he has like. Obviously, like staples on his head. Yeah, he and, got he took brain damage. Yeah, he. Uh, it's obvious something happened, but why he, would he? Yeah, because be... he has like stitches on his. Actually, yeah, the, the... I assume he was probably in like a um, car accident, right? And we don't know how long his coma is, so it could have been before, like way before. Well, that's what I assume. That's why he's like, hello. He like doesn't he because he seems to not really he doesn't know. know anything. Yeah, it yeah. must have been before any of it started. Yeah, um, because Mark and Selena have to explain to him like, "Hey, yo, this is what this is about," which is a really interesting way to uh, <laughs> enter this situation. Right. Uh, Although I wouldn't be opposed to like if he went out right at the beginning when everything was going a little wild, and so he's like. What's, ha- what's going on? Like, and it's like, oh, you remember that thing? Kind of, yeah, it got worse. Um, yeah. So Jim wakes up. He's a little confused. He's uh, walking around. He finds a pair of uh, oh, what are those scrubs? Scrubs. Yeah. Um, I'm no Superman. <laughs> uh, and he's just kind of the a good part of this first twenty minutes of this film is just. Jim walking around yelling hello. Yeah, we the first thing we're treated to is like the desolate strange sight of an abandoned London. Yeah, which is it's very eerie for such a big city. Cuz most of the time for most of it he does not see a single body. Oh yeah, uh there's not a lot of bodies he's, around. He's walking around, he's going to a lot of like he's walking through a hospital, walking through squares yeah see anybody there's this uh i don't know where i I think maybe it's in piccadilly circus but there's like this kind of statue thing and it has all these like flyers of i think like people writing about their like experiences i think it's looking for other people as well like they're leaving notes somewhere there's like this eerie kids drawing of like mommy and daddy and like their blood and um he goes to a church yeah he goes to a church and we get some is it supposed a- to be like some symbolism? I, I So yeah, okay. He goes to a Catholic church. And there's like important. this one huge shot of like a So cross. you know he's a patty. Right. Um <laughs> He uh yeah, we get this big shot of a cross. Not the whole thing, but like we're from behind the cross and right. uh, above and, him. Yeah, and Jim walks in. Uh and he's looking in the church and he sees just a bunch of bodies down in the pews. And they all look not moving and just fucked up. Yeah, just not. Some of them are. Some of the people are alive. And then a priest, zombie priest, uh, comes after him. Right. And it's very, well, we get this, well, it's very silent. And again, all of them don't look moving. So he just yells, hello. And then two of the zombies, like, get up and, like, it's grody because they just, like, turn at him and look at him dead on. And the sound design of, like, the zombie bones like crackling and how like they move and it just doesn't sound right it's very well done um yeah the zombie priest comes attacks him and he does he hit him with a bible um no he so mark has like a bag full of mark jim 
has a bag full of sodas. Oh yeah. And he uh <laughs> hits he him with the sodas. Slams him with it. Uh and he goes, Oh, shouldn't have done that. Uh <laughs> And he runs down the stairs, and then uh, it doesn't look too good for Jim. Yeah, but, he's getting chased through the streets. But then uh, Mark and Selena come, and Molotov cocktails some fucking zombies. They blow up a gas station. Yeah. I think the use of Molotov cocktails is kind of important. Um, I think that's just like emblematic of those are typically used in civil unrest. Right. Um, also... You and know. and uh the ira uh, it's just another i was gonna potent uh, image uh the troubles in ireland yeah yeah oh, the IRA. okay that's what i thought <laughs> i had a brain glitch i was like isn't that the same thing uh yeah um i'll never forget sorry weird tangent but my tour guide uh who for, i went on a troubles tour lived through a bombing in his house he like fell and slept through it he was from northern ireland mm-hmm Anyways, uh, so, uh, yeah, we meet Selena and Mark, uh, both seemingly pleasant individuals. They helped uh, Jim out after all, yeah. and uh, Jim's like, all right, what the fuck? And I kind of explained to him, all right, there's this thing, it's called the rage, it uh, infects people rather quickly, and uh, there's not a lot of survivors left, it seems. Yeah, they were like, we haven't seen anyone in six days. Right, and uh, Jim wants to see his family and see if, you know, there's possibility, and uh, Selena is very much like, ah yeah. uh, they're dead. Uh, but uh, after some convincing, uh, they all decide they're going to go there together, it's not that far. Yeah, t- tomorrow in the daylight. Right. Uh, so uh, Frank eat. Uh, not Frank. Uh, Mark. No. Jim. Jim eats uh, some food because he hasn't eaten anything. Some but candy. He, some candy because that's really all there is in this gas. They're in a gas station, right? Or a um, convenience store. It, yeah. It's something very small. It's not like a full-on grocery store. Anyways, uh, the next day, they head to the house uh, where Jim's parents are, and Jim finds them. Uh, they have committed suicide, uh, and it's so sad. Jim, uh, Jim's mom is holding like a little kid picture of him. It's got a note written on yeah, it. Uh, it's It says, uh, Jim, we left you asleep. Uh, we've uh, gone to sleep with you. Don't wake up. Yeah, uh, and it's very fucking sad. Yeah. Uh, this this movie goes into some some pretty dark. Obviously, I mean, as a zombie movie, it's gonna go into some pretty dark territories. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. Uh, uh Selena and uh, Mark. Uh, Frank, sorry, Jesus, uh, are like, you know, it's getting dark. We should just stay here for the night. Yeah. Uh, so they they do. Uh, Jim's just kind of a, down in the kitchen just looking around. Uh, some eerie music's playing. Though. He starts watching some family movies. Yes, he starts watching some family movies. Um, Just some sweet stuff of this. Yeah, the family together. Nothing... 
uh, anything of like huge note. But then we cut to like a zombie just saying to like running, it seems. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you see uh, Jim kind of get up and like turn because I think he can hear it running. Yeah. It, it then two zombies like smash into the house and start attacking them. Yeah. Mark and Selena come out. They fight off the zombies. Um, but Mark yeah. gets infected. Well, well Selena's yelling at, uh, at first at, uh, Jim and is like, did, did, uh, did any of them bite me? He's like, no, no, no. And it's like, uh, did any get of the blood get in your mouth? No. And then we cut to, yeah. Uh, Mark has like a, like a scratch or something. Jesus. I can't, I can't. No, Mark. That's Mark. Oh yeah. Shit. Frank is a character we meet later. Yeah. Uh Mark has like a, this huge gash and um it's obviously that some uh blood from the infected would have gotten in there. Uh Mark please with Selena to not do it, but she ices him. Yeah. Um and, and then Jim and Selena have this little conversation that's like um basically we learn about selena that she values survival right right now, yeah right now she's valuing survival over anything else over compassion over kindness if someone is infected if she thinks someone is infected she will kill them in a heartbeat right uh if it means her own survival is what she says right uh and uh jim's got like a counter viewpoint to this he like jim is this voice of compassion in this moment right and and, you know he i i think though he still understands where she's coming from in some way of like obviously like this is kind of you know an apocalypse you know Mm -hmm. then the world seems like and you know you gotta look out for but you know he tries to you know talk her into you know there might be some hope and you also kind of learn she uh looks forward to nothing like uh because it seems she talks about how like mark thought like oh there might be a cure possibly or something like that you know uh she's like survival is the best we've got right and at this they see some christmas lights flashing on a tower block yeah and then like what's that so they go investigate. They have to climb these uh, tower of carts. Uh, yeah, shopping the, these carts. like shopping carts are blocking the stairs. And then they start climbing up. And uh, <laughs> some zombies. Well, Jim first off gets winded because all these Aiden is sugar. Car- and yeah. sugar and carbs and drinking soda and just uh, yeah, not not in the best of shape. And uh, yeah, then two zombies start chasing after them and they start bolting and like it's just a really well acted scene on uh killing murphy's end with like how he's just like don't like please don't leave me behind because he's like really worried like she's gonna like leave him behind if anything because again she's she has told him that right essentially like if like obviously she's trying to help him and be like come on like you can do it but like if he were to get probably snatched, you know, he probably views it as, uh, you know, he's toast. Anyways, uh, they get to this one part of the stairs and then they both get jumped because they think it's a zombie, but it's just a man. And he's like, go on down to 315. Uh, and uh, yeah, they go down and uh, 
these uh, Selena starts banging on the door to like let uh, let them in, and uh, zombies come up, and then uh, man starts beating them. Uh, finally, this girl opens the door and it's like, "Where's dad?" <laughs> the, Selena's like, "Please just fucking let us in." Uh, it, uh, Hannah, I mean, it's the little girl's name. We learned that in just a second, but uh, she's like, "Where's dad?" Uh, finally, uh, her father, Frank, the man who beat the zombies, is like, it's okay. Let them in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're good. Uh, and, yeah, we meet Frank and Hannah, uh, father and daughter uh, pairing, who's – do we learn what them happened to mom? Um, No. Yeah, it's so. never said whatever happened to her. Uh, I, I don't think – they say it's because of this thing though yeah it's never like a oh mom's dead because of this and i don't know i feel like there would be a moment of dialogue if that were the case uh anyways so yeah they're just kind of nice we kind of learn uh hannah's kind of off-putted by their presence at first it seems you know uh she doesn't really seem to trust the strangers yeah uh, but Frank is a Frank warms right up to them. Oh yeah, it's like oh, it's great to see you, folks. You know, Frank played by Brendan Gleeson, mm-hmm. and he's just I love Brendan Gleeson. Yeah, he's a charming man. Uh, Frank's a charming guy. Uh, uh, notably, not playing Irish. Yeah. <laughs> um, Killian Murphy is so. Anyways, Killian Murphy is Irish and is playing Irish. Yeah. Um. And I think he's the only non-English playing his actual ethnicity. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah, just uh, uh, we cut to, like, uh, Jim trying to shave. He has no hot water, so it's very hard. And mm-hmm. uh, Frank's, like, he comes in and he's like, you know, he got to also use a bucket to, you know... <laughs> Do your business, so we throw it out every day, and uh, you know we got an extra bedroom. You know, are, are you in Selena? You know, with it? no, no. Oh, okay, okay, oh, that's fine. Uh, he and Selena have a talk. Uh, Jim and Selena. Uh, Selena's like they need us more than we need them, and uh, he, she's like, I, if they would slow, if they slow us down, like uh, we're, we're going. Yeah, like. There's no doubt in my mind, like, it, the, the minute they slow us down, we got to go. And, you know, Jim's like, ah, come on. <laughs> Don't you care just a little? And Selena's very much like, no. Uh, and, yeah, the the next day, uh, they go up to the roof where uh, Frank has set up this water system where they uh, have set buckets out and are trying to catch the rainwater, but it hasn't rained in over 10 days. <laughs> so there is no water. Yeah. Uh, he also has tried using this method of trying to capture dew on uh, this tarp, but he can't figure it Lord. out. Uh, so basically Frank tells Jim, we can't stay here. It's, not feasible and not going to work and eventually we're going to run our resources. Um, 
so then we cut to Frank crank, uh, cranking one of the, what are those ra- types like of radios called? It's a called? little emergency radio. Yeah, I I had one. <laughs> we have one in my house when like tornadoes happen mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, um, and he's cranking one of those, and uh, Selena's like, there hasn't been a signal in like uh, months, and he's like, no, listen, listen, and uh, it's this message of. You know, if you hear this, come to uh, Manchester, 24th block. It, it's uh, it's, it's just some place north of Manchester. Right. It's a place for refugees to go, and it's set up by soldiers. Yeah. Uh, and basically, Frank is like, we need to go here. Uh, they're like, we have the answer to the infection. Yeah, we have the answer to the antidote. We can uh, we have the or whatever. Yeah. I don't think they say they have the antidote. I thought that was, because, like, isn't he, like, when they finally get to the place, like, He's like, aren't you disappointed? Yeah, I think I think he says that they have the answer. I thought it was is what he says. Maybe. Anyways, it's some misleading thing of that makes it seem yeah. like they they can fix whatever's going on. Anyways, um, so uh, like I had discussion of uh, you know, at first like Frank's like we need to go, and Selena's like we we're going. Like, because again, Selena's still very much like, you're going to slow us down. Mm-hmm. But after some convincing, you know, they have a car, they're going to, they're going to drive there. Which Frank says the way things are, it'll take two to three days to get there. If they have a car from London to Manchester, it's like five hours to the place they're going. Maybe they're accounting for they're going to be shopping. They have to siphon some gas. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Anyways, it's a little inconsistent. That's with speed limits and traffic. Right. (laughs) And both of those things do not... I mean, there are some obstacles. probably cars on the road, yeah. Right. There there are some things, especially the tunnel scene, which we're about to get to. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, after convincing, they finally hit the road. They're driving around, uh, they're heading on their way, and then they get to this tunnel, and there's just just cars at a point where and Yeah, completely piling up. Yeah. Everywhere. And uh they just start driving yeah. over these cars. Frank fucking ramps up onto these cars. Um a lot of dangerous driving in this film. Yeah, a lot just a, just a few uh, moments. Anyways, uh it's going all smoothly until all of a sudden, pop goes a tire. Uh, so they start trying to quickly uh, uh, change the tire, uh, and all of a sudden, rats just a bunch of rats. Are they infected? I can't remember. I think so because they're like they're running towards us, mm. um, and then infected humans start running to and it shit gets way more real and it's like don't look at them they're trying to it's a very fucking intense scene of uh hannah trying to quickly as she can get the new tire on as uh they are literally about to be ambushed um just when you think everything's gonna go wrong they finally pull through they all get in the car and they just drive off and there's this funny moment of like the zombies just looking defeated. They like slowed down and just like, are like, oh, darn. 
Uh, yeah. So then they go on it on a shopping spree. Uh, they get some food that isn't just like candy. Yeah. It 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 reminds me of kind of like uh in the original Dawn of the Dead. There's like this whole part of the movie where they're just like taking shit in the mall and just like try it yeah because again like doesn't matter i would too um and there's i wish more zombie movies would do this and that's why i love dawn of the dead the most but like there's this moment uh where they like just like they break into like one of the registers and are just like you know maybe one day this will matter again (laughs) like you know this money is worthless now but you know maybe in a few years if things get better um anyways yeah so it's just uh fun it's it's just a little i think this scene is just a nice moment where it's like okay gonna have a nice little break where nothing bad's happening you can breathe it's okay uh yeah and they're just shopping around having a good old time in this uh grocery store uh it's a really sweet scene yeah it is uh i'd say the next two scenes are sweet yeah yeah because it's them and then they go to the yeah uh so oh there's also this great moment where uh jim has picked out what frank considers like lower class alcohol (laughs) and uh He's like, oh, I know. And I think he picks up like something like scotch or like some type of whiskey or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, ah, oh, this, oh, this is good stuff. And <laughs> like it goes on about like how it tastes and like the aftertaste and like just the whole experience. And Jim just walks away <laughs> and Frank's like looks and he's like, ah. And then we see like Frank getting three bottles of the stuff. Yeah. So then they drive some more. They stop at this place. Uh, uh, it's it's a fueling station, and there's like a truck. Yeah. Uh, and I think I actually don't think they're siphoning from the truck. I think they're siphoning from this like generator that has a gas tank on oh, it. Oh, see, I thought it was they were siphoning from the truck. Anyways, they're, they're siphoning gas just so they can refill. Uh, Jim wanders off and kind of goes into this. Uh, I think it was like a five, like just like a greasy spoon diner place. Yeah. Uh, did not seem like, like anything fancy. Yeah, they got burgers. Right, they got burgers. Good job, Jim. Go on, uh, like going on holiday with my fucking. He says like going on holiday with my fucking yeah, aunt or it, something. Selena's getting on his ass about it. Yeah, uh, like don't go anywhere alone. Uh, anyways, so he goes. She was right there. to get on his ass about it. I don't want to make it sound like Selena's a nag. Oh yeah, no, she very much justified. Don't go do stupid shit alone. Anyways, he goes in there. Nothing seems to be too off at first. There's obviously dead bodies like usual. Uh, Then this uh, kid zombie attacks him. And he's got to kill it. Got to kill it because... He's got pretty good reflexes. Yeah, I know. He has learned to have good reflexes, I think, after his first encounter with the uh, zombies that broke through the window. Yeah, he, he kills the kid. Uh, he seems a little, very much shaken by it. He's not too happy. Walks uh, out, does not talk about it. Well, Selena's like, "What? Like anything happened?" And he's like, "No, let's just go." It's like, "Are you sure?" And he's like, yeah, let's just go. Um, obviously is not not too 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 happy at all. Uh, yeah, and then they stop 
to have a little picnic. Uh, yeah, by some ruins. By some ruins. They see some horses. They ponder if they might be infected. I, I don't think they are. They're just kind of wild horses. Yeah. Um, Selena kisses Jim. She gives him a, a little, little kiss. A little kiss, kiss on the cheek. Uh, oh, and... They uh, well, do a little bit of flirting. Well, it's because... Uh, We've learned that kind of Selena has changed her stance a little. Mm-hmm. She's like, she's like, I was wrong. You know, I I, I, I can care for uh, these people, and you know, I, I I would be sad to see them go. Mm-hmm. Um, so cut to them. They're trying to sleep. Uh, both Hannah and uh, Jim can't sleep. I believe Frank's trying to be on lookout, letting them sleep. And, uh, but <laughs> Selena is just dead asleep and they're all pondering like out of everyone, why is she the one like who could have fallen asleep? She worries about this so much. Uh, and they wake her up like, how do you sleep? And she reveals that she has a, oh, what does she have? She has, um, sleeping pills essentially. Yeah. She has Valium. Valium. Yeah. Uh, she's uh, also got a knife, uh, <laughs> on her. But um, Jim makes a comment like, oh, you know, we'll be asleep. And even if the zombies attack us in our sleep, we won't, we won't care, care because it's Valium. And um, so <laughs> Hannah's like, can I do the drugs, Papa? He's like, no, no, don't. <laughs> and Jim's like, oh, come on, dad. <laughs> Let up a little. Um, hey, don't joke about him saying dad, because when he's sleeping, he starts having a nightmare that they've left him and that he's alone again. Yeah. It's... Um, and then Frank wakes him up and is like, don't worry. It's just a bad dream. And Jim says, thanks, dad. And... <laughs> it's really, it's really sweet. It's, it's really sad. sad. Um. But it's like, yeah, I like it. I love it so much when horror movies are about stuff like this. Um, it's just like people trying to like survive. Just like sweet little moments. Yeah, I like it. Um. Well, they they wake him up the next morning by honking the horn. They have obviously not left him. Uh, <laughs> they're they're decent people, uh, and they're making their way. And they notice that Manchester is on fire. Yeah. Uh, because there's no fire department but out fire so i guess there already was a fire and it's just raging through the city now it does not look pretty uh they get to where the directions led them and there's no one there mm-hmm. <laughs> uh there obviously were signs of people being there There were some dead bodies right there, there are some dead bodies there are obviously these tents set up there was some there are some army vehicles around uh you can't find anybody, so they're like upset. But Frank is gets, pissed, and yeah. is and and like, "Where are we gonna go? Where are we gonna go? What are we gonna do?" Well, right, because Selena's like, "We need to go," and what? And he's like, "Where are we gonna go?" Um, and he um, just kind of walks away so he can cool down. Uh, and then this fucking crow keeps bothering him and calling at him, and he's like, "Ah, fuck off!" Crow's on a body. Blood from the body gets in Frank's eye. Uh, uh, Oh, and uh, the body obviously looks like one of the infected who got killed. Um, And yeah, Uh, his daughter at this moment comes up to him and he's like, listen, I'm sorry for 
you know, getting mad at you. I, but you need to get away. Well, it fucking hurts even more because he goes, I just want you to know I love you so much. And that's like, oh, yeah. no, he knows what's about to happen. And yeah, and she tries to approach. and He's like, get away. She's like, what are you talking? And he like he like picks her up and, and pushes, pushes her. her. And he's like, she's like, dad. And yeah, they figure out that he's been infected and uh, he starts kind of changing into more of a zombie and uh jim's about to attack him and then the soldiers show yeah up. and then they shoot him to death and uh and they, and they fucking kill him yeah and it's very sad hannah uh just kind of creeps up to his body and goes dad oh fuck yeah so Do you then... think the soldiers were waiting yeah for an opportunity to kill frank yeah because it seems like i don't know like why didn't we hear him like coming like yeah i don't know it was interesting uh so yeah we meet the soldiers not really any of their names are important except for christopher eccleston's one whose name i cannot remember at this point uh major henry west uh harry west henry 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 west West. uh yeah they're just kind of i don't mean to be an asshole but they're, they're they're all just kind of generic soldiers that are but that's fine they're names i can remember bell mitchell jones Farrell. doing a lot better than i would um yeah they're 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 just yeah the only one that really matters is uh henry they get a tour of the facility yeah uh, jim jim gets really jim gets a tour of the yeah uh he's like these our precautions we have this wall with barbed wire and then there's uh, does he say there's some landmines yeah they're like putting landmines out in the field yeah and then the last precautionary matter are these like lights that'll light up when they movement obviously and they're hooked up to generators uh yeah we get to see the kitchen um we're introduced to the cook uh then it cuts to dinner i'm pretty sure um uh, or, i think we meet mailer Oh, yeah, maybe. we meet Mailer. Um, Chris Eccleson, uh, the major, shows Jim yes. uh, Private Mailer. Who is a... He's infected. He's an infected, and they're keeping him, and he's like, why are you doing this? Uh, and he's like, well... Uh, to understand. To understand, and basically he has this theory of, like, he wants to see if they'll starve. Yeah. Uh, um, and see how long it takes for them to starve. So, uh, yeah, then cut to dinner. Um, they're all singing a song. I don't know what it fucking is. I don't know if it's like a real song, a little janty that actually exists. But anyways, they all applaud when uh, Henry comes in. He's all dressed up in. He wasn't dressed up in it before, but now he is in this like very fancy outfit, soldier outfit. Um, Mm -hmm. Sits down and, uh jokes about what they're eating for dinner uh and he takes a a a bite of the eggs and is very upset because the eggs apparently are not good uh rotten i'm guessing is probably the problem Um, they looked green yeah uh yeah they have this little thing and they're um they're just talking and they're talking about like life after one of one of them is like i can't wait for when stuff goes back to normal 
uh, and they're all like, no, it's never going to happen. And then Farrell, Sergeant Farrell, uh, says like, oh, well, return to normalcy. Humans have barely been here. So for Earth, when we're all gone, that'll be the return to normalcy. Um, which is just like a little fun take to make. Right. And they're all like, oh, oh, oh Farrell, new age sergeant or whatever. Um, Farrell's not wrong. I don't get, I, I actually, if there's one thing I don't like about this movie, it's that Farrell's in it because he's just kind of there. Right. <laughs> Doesn't serve much of a purpose. Yeah. He's Irish. He is. Um, the big, big things you should notice culturally about this film are who is perpetuating the violence of infection and who is resisting it. Um, but we can talk about that at the end of this. Right. So the, they, uh, a zombie attack starts happening. They all go to their positions. They are able to defend uh, and conquer all of them. And then they... Uh, come in one of the it's the worst of them mitchell mitchell uh takes yeah he's he's like uh fucking harassing selena yeah it's not cool he's <laughs> taking her knife he's like you don't need this I'm i'll here. protect you little lady um just not a good vibe and then uh, jim tries to fight him uh, doesn't work and then sergeant farrell steps in stops like, it hey quit it he's like stop <laughs> can't do this shit then the major comes in and gets mitchell out of there um and then he starts talking to jim he like takes jim aside and he's like now look jim uh you know i found one of my men trying to kill himself the other week they have no hope for after this what are we the infected all starve what are nine men going to do there's no future there uh so we're using the women because the women mean future Basically, we're going to sexually harass them yeah. against their will. Except, I would st- even if that was his explanation, that'd still be bad. Right. Clearly, none of these men care about, like, repopulating. Oh, their- no. They are just horny assholes who suck. Yeah. Uh, and Jim is like, uh, how about no? And, uh, yeah, Henry does not like that answer. And They throw him in the brig. Yep. And... Then they're going to kill him. Yeah, and, he, him and Farrell. They take... Yeah. Mitchell and Jones take him and Farrell out to the woods. And... Yeah, do we learn... Do they kill Farrell? What? Yeah. Uh, so they're take, they take them to this like pile of bodies to execute them. And Mitchell is like going to run Farrell through with a bayonet. Oh. Uh, and so Jones shoots him. Uh, shoots feral before mitchell can do that right and they like have a little scuffle because he's like angry that he like shot him because he was going to be weird fucking say he was like did you want to shoot me or something right uh and then jim hides and they go looking for him and jim escapes over this barbed wire fence by taking off his shirt but he's still like bound by his hands Mm -hmm. um so he's like running off he and uh, well, the, well, at first they're like, "Oh, they're for sure he's dead." And then we like kind of cut back to things going on at the uh, the place, and like, yeah, they're, they're... running uh, Selena and 
uh, Hannah, Hannah to dress up yeah, pretty. They want them to put on these dresses and like shower it's and all stuff. Gross and it's creepy and like uh, he, uh, these soldiers are like ah, put it on the, like harassing them. Mm-hmm. Put on the dresses. Uh, Selena's like, give us some privacy. Right. It's polite. Kisses one of them. Yeah. And like pushes like it's polite. And then do what? Selena gives something. Selena to... gives. Um, uh, Hannah, I, Valium and something else. I think she gives her Valium and an upper so that she stays awake, but just basically doesn't feel anything. Oh my god. <laughs> um, very, very dark, very scary. Yeah. Because Selena has realized like what is about to happen. Yeah, basically has realized um, it's not gonna be good. Um, yeah this movie gets really fucked up anyways so then uh jim though has made it to a the blockade he made it to the blockade uh where and has sounded the the alarm yeah so uh the major and another guy come down uh and they're like investigating it and jim fucking goes rambo he domes he just the other guy yeah um and it's fucking brutal. Yeah, and then he sets up the major to be attacked. Yeah, by some by some infected. He leaves the soldier he iced in the jeep to like scare the major. Yeah, and at this point, Jim has left the barricade. He's like on his way to the Back, main compound. Yeah. Uh, and then it's kind of we we don't see what happens with uh, major for a while. Yeah, so. Jim gets back to the compound. Starts. He shoots. Uh, he frees Mailer. Yeah. And he obviously starts rampaging through the house. And it, we cut to uh, the three soldiers who are watching over uh, Selena Hannah. They get distracted. They hear. Well, they hear. They, yeah, they hear the noises. And one of them is like, I heard something. And then the other one's like, it was just thunder. And he's like, no, I'm pretty sure it was not that. Mailer's in the this is a great shot. I love this shot of like the reveal of Mailer in the window. Oh my god, yeah. Because well, it's great because like Hannah's like kind of talking shit and it's like, I bet they're all dead. Like all the people who like went to try and find uh and he's like, Shut up. It's like she just like plainly looks at him, You're gonna die next and then it like shoots back to him and yeah, he's behind him and his like eyes are all red and um Fucking kills him. Yeah, fucking kills him. Uh, Hannah and Selena run out the door. They try and go through the main exit, but are stopped by a soldier. Uh, yeah, uh, one of the soldiers uh, gets infected, while the other one tries to shoot both of them, but his gun gets jammed. He throws it. He starts running. And mm-hmm. as the soldier is asking, like, Hannah and Selena, like, what's going on? You see the. One yeah. soldier running and the two zombies chasing him. He's like, okay, you two get back inside. This other soldier comes in and is like, you go uh, get, kill them, yeah. essentially. Uh, Check kill- the girls, get them out of right. here. Um, So, yeah, we see this one soldier hide in the kitchen who was being chased originally. And, oh, but he was... To be okay, actually, he was only being chased by one of them because mm-hmm. of what's about to happen. Uh, the soldier with the gun comes in, is like, Hey, you, and is about to shoot him. But then the uh, one who got infected by the original one charges at him, gets 
fucking eaten and gouged at and he turns into a zombie as well that's not looking good for the people of the compound no uh, uh the private tries to escape after the zombies leave and then he gets killed by uh by jim yeah it, he it, gets run through the front with a bayonet and there's this great shot of like him like he jim leaves him and he's like the gun's hanging out and he just falls over and it's like oh yeah Ooh. um and yeah, I'm trying to think of what happens. They basically are just trying to protect uh, Selena at this point. Hannah goes wandering off. Mm-hmm. There's this... um, she gets stuck in a room with a zombie. Yeah, it's very tense. She is very smart, though, and goes behind a mirror, but it's like one of those mirrors with still you can see yeah, at the bottom. Yeah, she's got to hang from it. Yeah. Uh, it's very... It reminds me of that the scene in Alien with, like, Ripley and, like, the alien, like, coming up to her. And, yeah. Yeah. Same zombie vibes. runs off. Um... Jim like gets uh he gets up the stairs, he leaves some other soldiers behind. He finally makes it to where Selena and Mitchell. Well, before that, uh we see Henry arrive, arrive yeah. to the base. The ma- major comes back. He uh he sees the one that Jim murdered and his dying moments like shit's okay. And I don't know, this I for me it kind of fell a little out of nowhere. It's not like it's the most biggest critique I have of film, but like I don't know, like, I didn't see, like, him treating the soldiers as, like, his boys. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, Yeah, I guess. That that seemed like a little out of nowhere. Like, I, I don't think it's necessarily out of nowhere, because we get from his earlier conversation this idea that he, like, he does want his men to be happy. Right, but, like, I don't know. Like, or he's like, I promised them women, I, you know? What are we going to do? You know, they need a future. All right, I guess. I don't know. I, just, like, it seemed very, like, familial like all of a sudden like mm-hmm. i know he like cares about them obviously but it didn't see just kind of seemed like in a friendship kind of, yeah. kind of way anyways uh, uh yeah jim finally finds where they are he's sneaking trying to stay hidden right because mm-hmm. uh yeah uh then the fucking creep is like ah oh, we're gonna get out of here just you and me we'll find some place and i'll and I find a nice quiet spot. Yeah, and we're gonna live happily ever after. And then uh, Jim gets in there and, and fucks him up. Yeah, fuck. starts bashing his head against a wall, throws him on the ground, and like gouges his eyes out with his thumbs. And for a second, Selena isn't sure like if at yeah. this point he's. I mean, it's brutal. Yeah, he, she, um, she very much thinks he's one of the infected. And nearly stabs, like, yeah, is about he, to he, like, slice stands up him. and faces her, and she almost attacks him. She hesitates and sees that it's not him, or that he's not infected. You can still see his uh, beautiful, beautiful eyes. Right. Kelly Murphy's got beautiful eyes. Gorgeous blue eyes. Um, and then he's like, that was more than a heartbeat. Call back mm-hmm. to that earlier line. Uh, and... And then they, they make out, and then Hannah comes in and fucking smashes... <laughs> like a jar on his head and it's like actually like it's it's, it's really it's, funny it's funny because he's like she's like, she's what like, was that oh, for? what was that for i thought he was infected why i thought he was biting you i was kissing her <laughs> uh yeah it's really great and they're all about to leave and fucking henry's in the car <laughs> yeah they they try to get out he's like you killed my boys he sh- yeah he shoots jim um and then hannah who got in the driver's seat uh 
in a moment of brilliance, throws the car in reverse and backs it up uh, to the door to the compound. And Mailer runs up and smashes through the back window and pulls the uh, the major out. Fucking eats mm-hmm. him. It's and they leave. And they leave. We get a quick little like montage of Selena doing like medical work on Jim. Yes. And then we cut to twenty eight days later. Yes. Uh, Jim wakes up in a bed. Uh, sort of a callback to the beginning yeah. of Jim's sequence. Uh, and we get the idea that he has not been in a coma, that he's been like, yeah, aware. Yeah. Oh, he's just waking up. Wakes and... up on the left side of a two person bed. Right. Uh, you, oh, yeah. You know, we can assume. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, Hannah's outside resetting some, just laying out some curtains, and then cuts to Selena sewing some, and she's sewing their dresses and stuff that they got and they had this great moment where jim's like you know you looked really good in that uh and then we see though this like plane kind of we see the po our point of view of the like plane and like it flying over and then maybe some zombies looking at it and then hannah comes running in it's it's almost here i, I can hear it uh and they and what they have done is they've sewn the hello they've sewn mm-hmm. uh, with the sheets and they're standing on and they they're trying to wave at it. And yeah, it's just that we end this this beautiful shot, close up shot of Jim kind of just at peace. It seems mm-hmm. uh, it's, you know, uh, it's a happy ending. I wouldn't even call it bittersweet. I think like you can't assume yeah. there, there's hope. They, they will be happy. It's, it's not like Dawn of the dead where it's like, we have half a tank of gas in this helicopter. Mm-hmm. We might be able to make it. And, and it's not even certain that this plane is gonna like come help them. Right. It's just like I don't know. They like, are happy with each other, and they have hope. Right. Exactly. Um, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter if hope is like warranted. Right. Uh, notably, there are uh, three alternate endings to this movie. Two mm-hmm. were filmed. One was not. One was not. One was just storyboarded. And, and all shot. three included Jim dying. Yes. Which... Glad they didn't go with it. Much preferred yeah. Jim being alive. It's it's like I don't I don't know if it's like I think it is comparable. It's like how Get Out originally ended with yeah him actually getting arrested. It's like yeah, like maybe it's a little more realistic, probably. Um, but give us something sweet. But like you know, I, I don't know. It's like we follow Jim through this whole journey, and it's like really fucking sucks. <laughs> like, and also like. It is obviously like Selena has like some medical experience and mm-hmm. knows. Uh, yeah, so it's like again, it's not that far out to believe that they were able to get to a hospital and, you know, uh, help him. Yeah, twenty eight days later, a really, really good zombie flick. Yeah. So what, what sort of angle on the theme, is the biggest for you? I just if you had to pick one like what what means the like what it means the most what what me? sort of like interpretation of the message I just I think it's a movie about hope and our idea like our understanding of hope and I think it is um genuinely a movie about violence and it's 
prevalence in culture. Yeah, I don't know. I just I like the I like the, the how each character dif- differentiates of like hope we, for the future. Yeah, uh, and we also have this like cruelty compassion scale. Right. And we have Selena is like very kind of cruel and cold in the beginning of this. Right. And Jim is super like this compassionate voice of like care for others, don't leave others behind, have your humanity. And I don't think at any point this movie says that you need to sacrifice that. Now, there is the point where Jim commits cruel acts, but he's doing that sort of out of necessity. He's not wanting to perpetuate. Right. I mean, there's this moment where he pauses when he has to kill the kid. Like, Mm -hmm. he doesn't... It isn't like immediately he's just like bashing this kid with the bat. It's like he he struggles with it because I think, you know, Jim ultimately understands that at one time this kid was a human being. It, yeah, and it technically still is. Right, it still is. It's just infected with this virus virus that makes them act non-human and just acts very rageful. We have so our, our four main characters. We have an Irish man. Uh, a black woman and a young girl whose mother is dead uh, and is poor. Brendan Gleeson, her dad, Frank, um, I'm pretty sure his character is supposed to be English. I couldn't hear. Maybe I'm, I'm bad at recognizing like Northern Irish accents. I think it's English. I think he's supposed to be English. Um, I think that's important. But they are also, they live in a tower block. They're right. poor. Right. It's, they're, they're not the, the, the most high class people. Mm-hmm. Um, they, these are all like people who are victims of English violence, Mm -hmm. which is, I think the represented by the main conflict being these four people against, uh, the English army. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then you have this angle of the army, which is, you know, this very, just like kind of it's this weird balance of obviously like they care for each other as a troop but that's really all they care about they don't care about other people right like well even most of the soldiers don't seem to care for each other right it's just that they're pretty selfish right i think it's more of that the major seems to care yeah uh um but the other guys don't and they're like this movie is um pretty i'd say on the side of fuck the troops yeah and it's not like it doesn't seem to portray any of the other it's like these guys are one off or whatever Mm -hmm. these guys are the army these aren't these aren't like a special division these are these are guys who decided to join the army yeah um and this is how they act they're They're, not acting good they're cruel they're acting like assholes and want to and they and they want to exercise power and they feel they should be strong and get whatever they want yeah um, you know, and I, I deserve this, you know, to rate these women because I've went through it. Yeah, the toughness of it all. You I know? I think it's fair to say that this movie is firmly anti-war, anti-military. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no. I if if you don't read that into the film, I I I can't. Um, I don't know what's wrong with you, really, because it's not like ham-fisted but it's obviously like 
there and i feel like you can pick up on it that's like the biggest thing it's there's also like these elements of like anti-sensationalism like think about how much violence is portrayed in the media not just the news like just violence in general how much it is portrayed in everything you watch and how normalized you are to seeing like brutal acts of violence like this was before uh like live leaks where you could watch Mm-hmm. Chinese factory worker dies like right but war footage was still a thing right uh, and this is post 9-11 post desert storm right it, it's uh, it's a very good film but a, a lot of films have tried to emulate what it did and not I think the, they miss it they, 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 they take the stylistic elements but they they do not consider the thematic well weight. also they Okay, oh, we'll pick on the low bearing fruit, and I hate to do it, but Dawn of the Dead. I don't give a shit about any of the fucking characters in Dawn of the Dead because they are all so fucking annoying, and you, uh, they're all just fighting and bickering all the time, and there's no, like, oh, I can care about, like, at least one of these individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, Other, like... Essentially, every zombie movie that came out after this was heavily influenced by this movie. So, like, um, I don't like that's the thing. I couldn't tell you a zombie movie after this one that I feel like is super good. Yeah, there's a lot of before that's super good. There's tundra of a lot of zombie movies. I mean, I could, I would consider. Uh, a good but people he, people went heavy into the this is a disease thing and they started making movies that more focused on that and then the, but the, I they're all fast this now. movie this movie doesn't really care that it's a disease that the plot is heavily reliant on it but the the message doesn't really care that it's a disease right uh, except for the f- way of like it is a metaphorical disease right the message is, makes it a metaphorical disease. It doesn't really care about like metaphors about transmission and like quarantine. It's not contagion right. with Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, <laughs> is that a zombie movie? I think. Maybe I'm thinking of like pathogen yeah. or pap. It's better served as just like the way stuff moves culturally. Like this, this is a cultural disease is what this movie is really wanting to talk about. Right. Um. I really like this movie. I, have you ever seen the sequel 28 weeks later? No, and I kind of don't think I want to watch it. Danny Boyle did not direct it. Oh, I did not know this. Um, he produced it, but uh, like Danny Boyle <clears throat> has directed quite a, you know, quite a number of other successful movies since yeah. this one. Trainspot- he directed Trainspotting before mm-hmm. this, um, but he did T2, Trainspotting, not not terminate not terminate not um, the other fist uh, slumdog millionaire uh something like pretty recently yeah let's hold on i'll look at him i i was looking at his wikipedia age a page earlier and in his personal life it was like he's a republican and i was like that seems weird especially because he's um an english citizen uh and then i realized it was oh he did yesterday yeah, he did oh, yesterday. No. That confused me. Oh, he did Steve Jobs. 
Yeah, the good one, I think. Is that the good one? I haven't seen either Steve Jobs film. Seen, he did 127 hours. He's the one well. with Michael Fassbender. I have to assume that's the better one. He did 127 hours. Yes, mm-hmm. he did with uh, Jaime Franco. Yeah. Um, he produced Battle of the Sexes. That's interesting. Uh, he said <laughs> he was a Republican. Forgot that Republican in England means hates the queen, which is something I can really get behind. Oh yeah, I forgot that is as well. Um, this movie doesn't really care about government. It kind of it throws out government immediately. It focuses on the military as yeah, an institution, it's very much... which the military is an extension of the government. But right. I think it's more focused on. Well, like in the explanation with Jim Lucini, like military's gone, government's gone, nothing exists anymore. Rules, fuck it, <laughs> gone. Uh, and uh, and Jim, we can see how people do when they're like so reliant on some authority being there to help them. Jim and Frank are really like, where's the military? We need the military. We need someone in authority. Um, and in the, in the end, they give up that. Well, Jim gives up that need. Frank cannot. Right. That he gets super angry when he realizes that they're no longer an option. He continues to have to be like the authority that everyone else is looking up to. I imagine it's a bit of a disappointment thing. And he succumbs to the anger that right. is so reinforced for him in the society. Right. So, uh, yeah, if if you listen to this whole podcast and got it spoiled for you and haven't have have not seen the film, go watch it. It's still pretty good on still, a rewatch. Still pretty good on a rewatch. Um, if you have seen it, yes, just go watch it again. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the only thing I would say is like cinematography isn't bad it's just not like it's nothing special i would say mm-hmm. uh there's some pretty decent shots there's one really good one where they're like driving it's this flower field and it looks all cool and stuff but yeah they do like this little i don't like, know rembrandt <laughs> yeah. fucking uh van gogh yeah. shot <laughs> of a flat of a field of flowers and it's really weird it's it kind of doesn't make any sense but yeah. it's cool the cinematography in this movie's weird. Like it's shot most of the time it's shot like a BBC TV, TV show. show. <laughs> like it feels like um Dr. but there are sometimes there are like genuinely interesting shots. Yeah. Most of the time I feel like it's kind of just like the camera's there. Yeah, I, I, it, it, it's never like a bother or a bore. It's yeah, just, it doesn't kill it doesn't kill it for me. Yeah, it's never like oh my god. I get everything I need out of a shot. Right. I I just don't feel like the shot composition is something they care about most of the time. Right. It's not, it didn't seem to like to be their concern. That's fine. It's just, if you're that type of person where you're like, I need an interesting shot composition looking film. then to be like, fair, it is a movie. Right. That's the whole point. Exactly. But you know, it, it's, it's a really good film. Um, well next week, next time, not next week. Oh my God. I, I fell into the trap. You usually fall into next. Uh, we're going to be talking about an older uh, zombie movie. I, um, have you ever seen this film, Daniel? Uh, Return of the Living Dead. Yes. No, no uh, I haven't. Return of the Living Dead, a comedy horror uh, film. I uh, love it so much. It. I'm trying to think if it has anyone you know of that. Directed by Robert Zombie. No. <laughs> Oh my god, if Rob Zombie announces I'm making the Return of the Living Dead remake, I'm just giving up on 
everything. Uh, I can't. I can't do any more Rob Zombie movies. But wouldn't it be so fun? No, it would not. It's simply... Actually, never I, mind. You know what I want to... Mm. Oh, man. It sucks that it's over. Because I really wish Rob Zombie had directed an episode of Sabrina. No, you don't. I, yeah, I fucking do. No. You think I don't wish that Rob Zombie directed an episode of The Chilling Adventure of Sabrina? I, I would sell my left fucking testicle for that to exist. I easily, assuming my right one produces more sperm. <laughs> I'm not sure which one is the one that produces more. What? Okay. Um. So, yeah, Return of the Living Dead, a, a movie set in Louisville, of all places. Uh, and yeah, it's just very eighties punk. Uh, so, well, I don't know if I should spoil it, but there's a a very famous, I don't know if you've ever noticed it, but, uh, it's the only sequel to Night of the Living Dead that still has of the living dead in it. Dawn of the dead, Mm. day of the dead. There's a, there's a reason behind that. I, I don't know. I think, I think I should save Okay. This story for when we talk about it. Got it. Um, but yes, uh, I I think you'll have fun with it. Um, I certainly do. It's a very fun movie. Um, the bodies. All. <laughs> um, yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about that next time. All right. Well, okay. I'm Mason. And I'm Daniel. And and this. this is Fright FM. Fright FM. <laughs> <laughs>